0: Welcome to Adult Papers, the podcast for grown-ups. I'm your host, Violet Augustine. I'm going to share sometimes magical, sometimes terrifying, often strange, occasionally funny, and somewhere uncomfortably between hyper-real and surreal stories with you. Welcome back. Today, I talk about some struggles I was having and still have periodically as a creative who doesn't fit neatly into one little box. But then I give myself a pep talk and resolve my existential anxiety by the end. Want a spoiler? Want to guess how I do that? It's a magical four-letter word that starts with a W. I'm having a hard time today because, I think, because I want to, uh, be St. Vincent. Like, I want to be a songwriter. I am a writer. I have written songs. Not good ones, but it's only been a handful. And to shut myself down, as you'll never be good at this, is I know bullshit. Because a handful of bad songs isn't a creative death warrant. And I think, after watching her masterclass, I can intellectually see why I am so attracted to music and songwriting and especially to her music and have listened obsessively since I discovered her rather late about a decade ago and why her music excites my brain the way it does because she creates her songs in the same spirit that I also create. And I mean, holy fuck the the way that that episode looks the way that class looks on the master class, like, oh God, her, her um, design sensibilities, I'm dead, just dead all the time. But same with Moses, who is on my shirt today <laughs> and yesterday. How do I explain it? It's like, I know I can make anything because to make something, anything, all you need are the materials, the equipment, and the techniques. The materials, like in songwriting, are the ideas, the melodies, the beats, the voice, etc. The equipment is how you, how you make the sounds and how you record and produce them. And the techniques are how you write and sing and make progressions and record and produce. It's the same basic pattern for everything. With making a quilt, it's fabric and thread, needles or a machine, and sewing stitching, and quilting. With making a zine, it's the idea, the paper, ink, and stapler, and printing, stapling, and folding. And we could go on ad infinitum. The act of creating something, anything, is incredibly sexy to me. And so when I get inspired to create a thing, anything, however random it may seem to the artist next to me, or someone who sticks to one or two media, to me, it's all the same. I just wish I had more time, like more free unclaimed time so I could simultaneously do all the projects I wanna do. Like for example, right now I have this podcast, which is taking all my unclaimed time, but I also miss singing and playing music a lot. I miss performing, but I mean, that's out of my control since open mics are canceled. But then I also have an idea for a miniseries within this podcast that I want to write with a friend. Then I have an acquaintance who is writing cool songs that I want to collaborate or at least experiment with. Then I want to just be in a band. Then I miss making little books and zines. And that's not even taking into account how much time and energy just actual fucking life takes. And then there's my full-time job and being a full-time mom. Anyway, I love to create. That's the moral of that tangent. And I'll never stop. And I'll never hem myself in to one media because I just don't think it's possible. If I'm a storyteller, which is what the fuck I am, There is no media in that label, and I'm not the one who made me a storyteller. That's who the fuck I was born to be, for better or for worse. Okay, back to St. V. And the concept that a song is a story, and a story is a song, that needs some kind of epiphany or change. Side note, I'm pretty obsessed lately with... What the fuck, another... Like, what what was that sentence? I I just veered off again. Okay, okay. Side note, I'm pretty obsessed lately with a couple masterclasses I'm subscribed to. To name a couple only would be obviously St. Vincent's. Then there's Joyce Carol Oates's and David Sedaris's. But the two former really vibe with the spirit of creation I just expounded upon. Like it's not about inspiration. It's about work and tools and technique. And you just got to do the work. And when you do the work, when you write, or sew, or cut, or pluck, things happen. But nothing can happen if you're not working. It's like working opens the door to the ether where the ideas come from. And yeah, so that's why I'm depressed. Or I was when I wrote this because clearly I'm not depressed right now. That's not true though. Sometimes when we laugh and giggle we're trying to cover up the actual anxiety and the emotions, right? Anyways, what is happening? I'm not even I'm going off script like way more than normal. Okay. I'm writing about 2000 words a day, but I've not written a song in months. And this show takes up all of the very slim exclusively creative time that I do get. And so I'm just confused. Because I want to be a songwriter too. And I'm in this weird liminal state as a writer in general. And here I am making a podcast talking about wanting to write screenplays and be in a performance group. And, um, wait a second. I was about to make the point that all those things are incompatible with the first thing I was, which was a poet. What the fuck? Hello. They're all perfectly compatible with my fledgling upbringing as a little writer and speaker of words. And that also lends itself quite easily to music or quite naturally, I should say. But at the end of the day, I'm just a storyteller. Like, that's it. I just have to tell stories. It's my fucking engine. It keeps me going, period. And I guess these past couple months when I've been just writing words and not melodies or lyrics or finishing songs, even though the songs that I did finish mostly sucked. I mean, they sucked. I'm still sad. I wrote the little intro and outro to this podcast. I mean, it's a whole song. Just a very simple punk rock kind of song that's pretty angry. Inspired by the fact that I had this pattern of attracting narcissistic male partners even though I prefer women and I'm queer, which makes sense because I had daddy issues I was healing, but I'd let myself get swept away by basically their desire for me, which was like a pheromonal type of animal attraction. And so, yeah, an angry punk rock screaming song was the best way to communicate that. Mostly directed at men and their seemingly insatiable desire to trespass my boundaries, which I know I was attracting that. But anyways... The only songs I've ever written that are even slightly listenable are the ones that are more punk, but that's because the level of music theory I can wrap my head around and feel actually comfortable is punk, but none of those songs I've actually finished recording or released. There's a few songs on my website, adultpapers.com, if you're curious about what I'm talking about, but they suck. I mean, my vocal performance is pretty shitty. I'm hoping to get a condenser mic to see if I can sing more naturally with a more sensitive mic, but that doesn't really fit with the punk idea, does it? You see what I'm talking about? When it comes to music, I get fucking confused. Like, I've always been an interdisciplinary, multi-hyphenate type of artist, you know, like using words and ink and textiles and objects and melodies and textural sounds or found objects or found sounds etc. and when i'm in the moment of creation those things it feels transcendental like yes bitch i am an artist and you cannot put me in a box but like times like this when i'm like well i want to be good at writing just pure words on paper so i can publish i want to be good at writing like words in your ear so I can perform on stage. I want to be good at writing like words in people's mouths because it would be cool to write a screenplay. I want to be good at writing like textures in people's ears because sounds, colors, they fucking entrance me and I want to tell stories with songs too. And there are other ways to tell stories too like with textures and colors. For example, writing a song is very much like creating a quilt because a quilt is a story too. Texturally, viscerally, they feel like the same exact fucking thing inside me. Does that make sense? So making a quilt, feeling the textures of the fabric, seeing the colors, the patterns, putting it together slowly, how it tells a story about time. The quilt I'm working on now, I designed probably two years ago. It took me a year to find the fabric in the right colors. I finally got the fabric last summer. I sewed about half of the front a few months ago. And who knows when I'll get time to finish the rest of the front, much less the back and then the sandwich and then the quilting and the binding. By the time I'm done, that bitch is going to tell a story that spans probably a minimum of five years. And that doesn't even mention the first large quilt that I made, which the fact that my second one will hopefully be better quality, the quality of the stitches, the quality of the quilting of the second refers back to the first quilt. It's all a story. And if you're really good, like the quilters of G's Bend, you can tell a story about people in a quilt too. And a song, well... I already said that sounds have colors and textures, like a quilt, and they can tell a story, like a quilt, sometimes about people too. And when I write a story on paper or tell it here in an episode, it has an arc and an epiphany, usually, hopefully of some sort. So they're all, all those different media, the same thing to me. But I guess where I get frustrated is that all of those crafts, writing, quilting, singing, songwriting the one i know the least and feel the most overwhelmed and least capable or qualified take time time to practice time to get good but fuck if i want to do all of them but you know especially in my life as a full-time single mom i really can only choose one thing at a time and right now i'm choosing this podcast my adult papers because It feels real and true and authentic and worthwhile. But I still want to write songs. Okay, so I was exaggerating earlier. I don't want to be St. Vincent. I want to be a full-time creator like St. Vincent. I mean, she says in the class that even she still has to go to meetings. But imagine if the meetings revolved around my creative practice and not, you know, How we deal with a teacher who wore a racist Halloween costume in front of the whole student body. Yeah, that's an actual meeting I had to go to. Well, and that meeting did feel worthwhile. Like it's time for that shit to stop. But I don't know, to have meetings and get to talk about story and color and texture and arc and epiphany and humans. (sighs) I guess I'm pretty dreamy about it. But for real, I need to figure this out. I need to figure out how to do all the things my heart sings to do. I mean, because they all do fit into the category of storytelling. I might just have to start simple, like pretend that I was never traumatized as a kid around my voice and start organically the way I would had I not been both by the sexual abuse, which is an episode you'll get access to if you join me on Patreon, and um, by just normal life shit that scarred me as a kid. I'll have to do that episode too. But yeah, if I can pretend that I'm in elementary school and I haven't been scarred for life around singing, and I'm writing poetry constantly, which I am, and sometimes the poems have melodies and I like to sing them, and I'm pretending to be Mariah Carey all the time with my voice, which I am, then... The organic natural progression would have probably been me picking up a guitar in high school and playing some bar chords to my lyrics or else at least random plucking and just write some simple shit and don't try to sing like anyone else. Just use my voice and I guess just pretend I'm at an open mic since it's still pandemic world until I find my poet, writer, singer voice, which is not going to be super strong because I'm not Mariah Carey. Or if girls in bands was as normal as boys and I'd been invited to be in a band instead of just always the girlfriend of the guy in the band, I'd probably have elected to play keys. And I fucking love playing keys. But can you write punk on keys? Anyway, start simple when I have time, which I guess is the real issue. Like when I'll have to make time. That's the thing. Make fucking time for what's important for you. On that note... I need to get my ass out on a run. Okay, I'm back. Isn't this podcast media so magical? I could go out for a fucking run and you don't even have to perceive the lapse in time. When I wrote this, I really did go for a run. Anyway, while I was running and listening to Lithium by Nirvana per St. V's mention on the MC, I realized why songwriting feels like the one I have least access to or least permission to. No, the permission is another issue. Why I feel least qualified. Because I never copied any songs. Like when I am writing an essay or a story, I usually look to a model and copy something from it. Usually, at least, the structure. But I have a canon in my head and I refer back to it when I'm creating. Copying is free school. Okay, you can learn whatever the fuck you want to learn if you just look at what's already been made and copy it until you can recreate it in your own way. I really try to beat this message into my students. Which writer was it who, in the era of fucking typewriters, typed out the entire Great Gatsby just to feel what it felt like to write a great novel? Hunter S. Thompson. Thanks again, Google. That was a baller move. That is copying. That's brilliant, and it worked for him, obviously, because fucking Hunter S. Thompson. It's the same with quilt making. My first quilt and my first large quilt, both, I copied someone else's pattern. Not to the T, because that's not how I work. It's funny, because I'm such a lazy copier that when I copy, it's so sloppy that in the end, I end up making something original anyway. It works out unless I'm working in a more rigid medium like wood. Yeah, woodworking and me don't get along too well. That whole needing to be precise with measurements and shit, no. I love a handmade stretcher, but buying pre-made canvases for me. The need to copy is the same with zine making. Same with poetry. Very much so with poetry, right? Especially when we're talking about iambic pentameter or what is that one that I love? The sestina, oh my God, the sestina. What a complex but sexy form. If you can tell a whole story and a good one with a sestina, call me. With those forms, there's a structure to follow. So essentially, I have something to copy. And over the years of copying these structures, I eventually learned the tools and how to use them. I never did that with music. I have never even learned one cover song. And I think, honestly, that's been my error. But I just get bored trying to cover. Okay, I'm exaggerating. I've covered two songs. They slipped my mind when I originally wrote that. One was Wish You Were Here, Pink Floyd, and Burgundy Shoes by Patty Griffin. My kid loves that song, and when we got them Burgundy Shoes, they also loved the Burgundy Shoes. (laughs) Okay, lesson here. I need to copy more songs, especially the kinds of songs I want to write. I don't necessarily want to write a song like Wish You Were Here or Burgundy Shoes, though I would like to write a song like Lithium or Smoking Section by St. V, though I'd like to write any one of her fucking songs, but they're so incredible and complex to me that they make me want to curl into a ball and die because I'll never be good enough. Another example of copying, for example, my delivery on this podcast I can hear in my delivery that I copy three to four main performers slash artists slash people. And they are so random. One's an actor, two are astrologers and psychics, and one is a model. And they are LeVar Burton, because I listened to his podcast. LeVar Burton reads pretty religiously that it happened kind of accidentally that I've picked up some of his cadences. Then there's Jessica Lignato from Ghost of a Podcast. She's a triple Capricorn, which is funny because I'm a Cap and my child is a triple Scorpio, so I know a little thing about extremes. But anyway, some of her cadences, usually the more down-to-earth telling shit like it is, show up in some of my phrases. Also, I modeled my intro and outro after her podcast and I think my description. And the other astrologer psychic is Christopher Witeki. I think I mentioned him a couple weeks ago and got his name wrong. He has a weekly YouTube show called Serious Joy, like the star that I watch for the Astro Forecast. And then someone you might find as an unlikely inspiration to my performance slash cadence is a model I follow on TikTok named Keisha at just call me Keish. She is so cute and funny. It's hard not to binge her content. And I found myself using her tone when I'm trying to be funny or at least just dispel my own anxiety in order to keep talking. I just hear myself and I'm like, who does that sound like? Oh, Lavar fucking Burton, or fucking Keisha. I think that's her name now that I see her handle as Keish. All right, I guess I should commence. The copying of the artists I'd like to most write like, including St. Vincent, Moses Sumney, and Bike or Golden Hair by Pink Floyd Sid Barrett era, and Rich by the Yaya yeah, Yaz, yeah, That's definitely not an exhaustive list of songs or artists I'd like to copy. I mean, I didn't even mention Bjork, which is probably the most formative influence on me, period. But her songs are like St. V's in that they make me feel completely unprepared to be a songwriter. Anyway, I suppose I shouldn't despair or be sad or crawl into a ball and die. I just need to, like I said before, get to work. Did you catch that? The four-letter answer to my despair? It's work. W-O-R-K. P.S. I still want to be in a goddamn band. Want some homework? Yeah, cool. Well, here you go. That thing that you want to create, no matter what it is, give it at least 15 minutes of your time today. Like now, if you can, or if not now, schedule it. And if you can't today... Schedule it for tomorrow. Even if you have to get up 15 minutes earlier than normal. Get up 15 minutes earlier than normal. You won't miss the sleep and the act of creation will be so generative that it will make up for any loss in energy your lost sleep will give you and perhaps even give you more than the extra 15 minutes of sleep would have. So yeah, start with 15 minutes. And if you can, work your way to 30. And if you can get up to an hour, fuck, that is amazing. But if you can't, 30 minutes a day on the creative project that you've been wanting to do is very real progress. And the important part of that progress, the magical, mystical part of that progress is that, say, you choose 5 a.m. to be your 30 minutes of creative project time every day. Once you start that process, the universe will start to get used to you opening the door at that precise time every day, and you'll get faster, quicker, swifter, inspiration, technique, progress, momentum, whatever it is, as time goes by. If you don't believe me, ask Haruki Murakami. He talks about it in his book about, I think it's the one about running, but it's also about writing and creativity. And I'm sure St. V and Joyce Carol Oates and David Sedaris would all agree. So start with 15 today or tomorrow and try to get to a minimum of 30 if you can and go from there. Happy homeworking. Join me next week for a new year episode about punching the fear in the face.